0: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Welcome to the show, Birdland. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Full Count Chaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, at Full Count Chaos. You can also hit me up on the website, fullcountchaos.com. You can head over there, subscribe, find all ways to listen to prior episodes. All the good shit. Hope everyone's doing well. Oh, by the way, I uh, need everyone to clean their shit up. We got a guest coming in next episode. Uh, funny guy. It's real funny. dude. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, so don't forget to tune in next week. <laughs> it's it's going to be a good time. I think we're going to have fun with this one. But anyway, it's been a couple weeks since the Orioles ended their season. Are you guys still watching baseball? I got so pissed off about the season. I haven't really been watching. Of course, I've been watching highlights. I'm watching some games. You know, it looks like to me, it's going to be the Rangers and the Phillies. Does that get the juices flowing at all? Do you give a shit about the Rangers versus the Phillies? I know that I said, "Well, I know a team I'm going to root against. That's going to be the Rangers. I don't know who I'm going to root for, but then Phillies and the Rangers, ugh, kind of reminded me of uh, you know when the when the Steelers would play the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. It's like Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Steelers, Patriots. It's like, who in the flying shit do I root for here? Or who do I root against? Phillies up two games, nothing. Rangers up two games, nothing. Those Rangers, man, I still say, investigate those motherfuckers. <laughs> what is going on? Anyway, today, I guess is a uh, it's like a mailbag episode. You've heard that term. Hey, we're dipping into the mailbag. Send your questions. But just following up from last episode... Emails of uh, some people chiming in of how they handled the last game of the season happened so quickly. So an email came in about whether or not the season was a waste, how they feel about that. And, uh, you know, people wanted to piggyback on what they did to save money or how they saved money to go to the playoff game. Or think they were going to go. I know people who bought a lot of tickets to the ALCS. A lot of fans were in that state of mind of thinking, you know, easy series against the Rangers. I want to go to the I want to go to Camden Yards when it's really ramped up. You know, one more series to get to the World Series. Boom. Not realizing the Orioles were going to shit the bed. But yeah, dip it into the mailbag. You've got mail. That sound effect. I don't know if the younger generation, if you're tuned in right now, you're thinking, what was that? You've got mail. A uh, joke for the younger generation, America Online, as we know now, Pedophilia Island. Holy shit. <laughs> Remember those chat rooms? You'd put an M for male or F for female, and then you put your age. So, all the, you know, 12, 14 years old, however old I was, going into those chat rooms, F18, hot and ready. And you're like, oh boy. Look at this whole chat room filled with 18-year-old girls, hot and ready, not realizing you're talking to a guy named Hank, and he's 50 years old. That was a huge trust factor back in those days, wasn't it? No photos. (laughs) Just trust that you're speaking to a girl who's willing to have some fun online. What's your name? Jennifer. What are you wearing? Nothing. Yep, sounds legit. Let's rock and roll. Like, no, I don't, I don't wait. I don't think you're speaking to Jennifer. Although you didn't know back then it was just all trust miracle online. I trust. I trust that every horny girl in the world is in this chat room right now. I mean, that that could happen. Right. And then that show to catch a predator came out. <laughs> My buddies and I used to watch it and we awkwardly, we started looking at each other. Like, oh, I don't know, man, maybe it is too good to be true. Maybe we need to take a step back. Maybe we aren't talking to Jennifer, who models in Italy and loves threesomes. (laughs) Maybe there's something more to this. So I think we quickly realize that we need to stop telling Hank, who's 55, that we have an erection. Now knowing that's not Jennifer, 18, and horny. So America Online, shady place. So there's your history of America Online, if you're too young to know what that's all about good thing you missed those days cuz if you think about it now of all those hot sexy women you thought you were talking to that nah, nah, gives you the heebie-jeebies anyway hey by the way uh i went to the mall the other day now's a good time to head over there to like jc penneys god they're hanging on for dear life they saw sear shut down and they're like oh boy we're next oh god but somehow jc penneys is hanging on but now's the time to get your Orioles gear. It's like 75% off they were selling over there of Orioles shirts. And they're not like, you know, 2014 AL East champs. <laughs> they're just, you know, you're just as Orioles, but some cool shirts. I stocked up for next season. But yeah, head on over there. JCPenney's, use promo code CHAOS when you go up to the register. Anyway, save some money. And uh, yeah, speaking of money, Mickey Mantle card, by the way. Did you see that? Sold for $12.6 million. God damn. I need to go through my baseball cards because I know there's got to be something in there, right? I mean, I've been collecting uh, the baseball cards since the early 80s. I got to check those out. There's got to be something in there. But yeah, $12.6 million. Somebody spent on the Mickey Mantle card. I don't think it's signed. But the previous, that was the record, by the way, the previous record for a sports card, 7.25 million Honus Wagner card. But yeah, go check your baseball cards. You just never know. You never know what you got. 12.6 million. God damn. Anyway, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Going to get some emails here in a sec. Uh, but, yeah, shit happens. Talking about the playoffs, Orioles. I know, again, a lot of talk. We've got to figure this out about the playoffs. They've got to restructure. they got to do this, do that. You know, of course, there's going to be a lot of talk about that. But at the same time, sports, playoffs, whatever, shit happens. Let's go back 33 years ago, 1990. I read that MLB's winningest team. Going back, starting at 1990, has won the World Series just seven times. So the best team, best record, goes into the playoffs seven times they won the World Series, going back to 1990. I mean, the two teams that are tied for the most single-season wins in MLB history, of course, you all remember, the 1906 Chicago Cubs, and of course, the 2001 Seattle Mariners, both had losing playoff records. Again, so far, we're just back at shit happens. It's playoff sports, man. Playoff baseball, playoff, whatever. Shit happens. Look at the Orioles. 101 and 61. They got swept, of course. I don't know if you didn't know that. (laughs) Braves, their record, 104 and 58. And then the Dodgers, their record, 100 100 wins, 62 losses. Combined, they had a one and nine record in the divisional round. One and nine. Three best teams, top teams, shit the bed. See ya. Now get this, over the past two years, since MLB adopted a new playoff system that gave four teams buys, you know, through the first round, only three of those eight clubs have advanced past the division series. Now Hayes Gardner for the Baltimore Sun put out a really interesting article about how basically shit happens in the playoffs. And he reminded us in 2001, there was a book called Curveball an analysis of chance and baseballs written by Jim Albert and Jay Bennett. They both simulated a thousand seasons finding that the best team won the world series only 21% of the time. And they wrote in the book, the cream won't generally rise to the top. So again, we can discuss all about how they need to do this and they need to adjust that pertaining to the playoffs. But sometimes you just got to say, Shit happens. And they asked Aaron Hicks, Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rushman, a lot of guys on the Orioles about how they felt with having that time off. And they all agreed. They said they liked it. I mean, look, you play a whole season. You're beat up. You're sore. You're hurting. You want to go into whatever series you're about to play at 100% health if you can get that. I know a lot of people believe in momentum. I do, too. A lot of times I think, you know, you don't want to have too many days off. You kind of get stale, I guess, if you want to say. So I'm one of the guys who are like, yeah, momentum, got to keep going, keep playing, keep going. But most of the players, I think all of them that they asked about on the Orioles, they're like, yeah, we, we, we like the time off. Play hard, get that time off. Also, now there's a lot of talk. What's Elias going to do? Hurry up, extend Gunner. Hurry up, extend Adley. Get that starting pitcher. Do you want a reliever, a big bat? What are we going to do? Do something. Me? I say the first thing on the list, extend Gunner Henderson. Then get a starting pitcher. Spend some money on starting pitching. Because that's going to help out the bullpen so much. I know a lot of people say, oh, we need a bullpen arm. Of course we do. But if you get good pitching, you won't burn out the bullpen as much. And you're not going to have to depend on them as much. John Means, I like him. He's a middle guy. He's not your number two. Say Bradish Grayson, go from there. John Means, I do like, but he's not your number one guy. Got to get another number one, another number two. Let's go spend some money. And of course, extend Adley. But my main focus is on Gunnar Henderson. Guy's a beast. All right. Full count chaos at G. Oh, by the way, also the uh, I've noticed a lot of talk of should Tyler Wells be a starter or reliever? I'm one of the guys who say reliever. Okay. I, I just feel he's got such good stuff coming in, throwing as hard as he can with nasty stuff. And, and he, we saw how he kind of burnt out quickly towards the end of the season. And yes, he could probably work on that. But I just think he'd be awesome in the bullpen. He could actually wind up being a closer. I know a lot of people say, we need another closer. I don't know, man. We might have a closer in Tyler Wells. But me, I say, Tyler, stay in the bullpen. All right, chaos at gmail.com. Some emails came in, wanted to piggyback off of some conversations we were having last week and the week before. Uh, this is an email from Anthony. He's in Essex. He says, hello there, Nate. Great season of your podcast for 2023. Lots of laughs and good times, just like the Orioles 2023 season. He says, you do a good job explaining the frustration of watching the Orioles get swept during the playoffs by telling it like it is with how we all basically felt. Fuck this bullshit. That sucked ass. There's, of course, a lot of fans going a little overboard with their dramatic conspiracy theories on why the Orioles lost. But you said it best. Sometimes it just sucks being a baseball fan. He says, I've been an Orioles fan my entire life and will always cheer them on no matter how bad of a season they play. I'll be screaming at my TV during a West Coast game at one in the morning. During the rebuild season, I was there every single game cheering them on. That final game in Texas was a brutal one. I invited a lot of friends and family to come over to watch the game thinking we would at least watch them win one game. I really didn't think the Orioles were going to get swept and we'd be able to watch them win the third game to go to the fourth. As the game went on, I quickly realized this was going to be the last Orioles game of the season. Half my relatives who came over weren't really big Orioles fans, so they were all drinking and laughing and having a good time. And there was only one or two friends that really felt the depression I was feeling at that moment. They were also die-hard Orioles fans. And it was tough trying to talk with everyone else and pretend to have a good time. While deep down, I wanted to throw my fucking TV through the fucking window. <laughs> he says, when everyone finally left, I just laid there on the couch, staring at the ceiling, wondering what the hell just happened. You are also right when you said next year's teams will be better. I can't wait to see Jackson holiday play baseball every day. I also agree with you about Texas should be investigated. How the hell are they doing this? Anyway, love the podcast and can't wait to do it again next season with you. Go O's. That's from Anthony from Essex. Appreciate the email. Yep. Been there, man. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Pertaining to having people over or being in in an event. And you're so fucking pissed off. Whether, you know, it's the Ravens or the Orioles, wherever you are. I just know exactly what you mean, Anthony. When there's people around who aren't really that invested in sports or the game or what's going on. And they're all shimmying it up, having fun, drinking, laughing. And you're trying to be polite. You don't want to go, will you please shut the fuck up? I'm depressed right now. I don't need to laugh with you. Obviously, you're not a sports fan. You could give two shits. Leave me alone. I know exactly what you're talking about, man. And I've had that. I've had people over at my house. Same thing. You invite friends and family. You watch sports. Even if it's not a playoff game and the team you're watching loses, you're pissed. But, of course, there's always that handful of people who really don't care. And, you know, they're in the background dancing, having fun, joking. And you're just like, can you just please leave now? (laughs) Misery wants company. I don't want to have a good time right now so Anthony I appreciate the email I know what you mean man yeah it's it's brutal it is it's I appreciate you pointing out a few things saying I'm right I love that I love emails when they say a couple times you're right makes me feel good but he says I'm right you know sometimes being a sports fan sucks sometimes being a baseball fan sucks you're not going to win every game But Anthony's there inviting friends and family over. Yeah, Anthony, I'm the same way. I mean, when they lost those two games, I'm like, all right, maybe the Orioles won't win. But there's no way they're getting swept, especially when they had that record going of they haven't got swept since May of 2022. You're thinking, all right, maybe they'll at least win this game. So, Anthony, I get what you're thinking. Hey, let's invite some friends and family over to maybe watch the one game the Orioles will win. We'll all be in a good mood. We'll all be partying it up. Boy, did that backfire. So I appreciate the email, Anthony. Hang in there. Hope you're doing okay. (laughs) I know exactly what he's talking about. Oh, man. All right. Here's an email from Jay. He says, hello, Birdland. That sweep was completely unexpected. And what made it worse was I also had tickets for the ALCS thinking the Orioles would take care of business against the Rangers. He says, my brother and I went to over 20 games this season, and we were so excited thinking there was going to be a World Series at Camden Yards. Again, we purchased two tickets for the ALCS, but unfortunately, our plans were flushed down the toilet quickly before I even knew what happened. Once the game was 6 to nothing, that third game, I turned it off and walked outside to my shed and found shit to work on. He says, I occasionally checked the score on my phone, but it just kept getting worse. I'm pretty sure I made five birdhouses, (laughs) not even paying attention to what I was doing, just thinking about how sad I was the season was over. It kind of reminded me of the Ravens' playoff game at home against the Titans after a a 14-2 season and getting eliminated 60 minutes later. This happened so fast, it felt like we didn't even have time to enjoy the winning season for the Orioles. I guess my time will be spent now, watching the Ravens and hoping for Harbaugh to get fired soon. Love your podcast, Nate. See you next season. Jay, appreciate it. And i tell you what, it's a lot of people talking about it's time for Harbaugh to go. And I'm one of them. People say, well, who, who, who's out there? I don't know. There, there's a lot of young guys out there who know a shit ton about football, who's motivated to be a head coach out there and be in charge of a team. Because hardball, I'm sorry, man. The guy is just losing his shit. He's got the best kicker in the NFL, and he still hasn't learned. Still, after all these years, is pulling shit where he's going for it on fourth down. You know, he's on the five-yard line. They want to score a touchdown. Instead of get the easy three points, you have the best kicker in the history of the NFL, and you wind up losing games by one, two, three points because you didn't take those three points, you fucking moron. We see it week after week. And, Jay, that 14-2 and two season with the Ravens, when they play the Titans, I was there at that game. And I've talked about a lot of times on here, I'll give an examples of long walks back to the car. And uh, before the Astros game, the, the grand slam that Bautista gave up, that was one of the longest walks back to the car Talking about any sports, not just with baseball. That that fourteen and two season when they lost to the Titans, they not only lost, they got bent over and spanked. And this, and you're exactly right. This Orioles season felt that way. One of the best teams in baseball, and they just boom, they get swept, beat, and it happens so fast. But I'm on board with that. I just think Harball, he's losing his shit. I mean, that fourteen and two season. When they went into the Titans, they switched up the game plan. Even Harbaugh admitted, "So yeah, we we we're we're hoping to catch them off guard. Catch them off guard. You're fourteen and two. You don't think there was teams throughout the season that were looking at video, and you still didn't need to catch them off guard?" I'm sorry. I know it's the Orioles' pockets. I'm going down a rabbit hole of the Ravens, but I don't know. It was a (laughs) triggered. Yeah, I got triggered. Reading uh, about the fourteen and two season, someone bringing that up because till this day, I think about that. Till this day, fourteen and two, and they get beat by the Titans at home. That was rough. But Jay, I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone was buying ALCS tickets. This guy says he uh, <laughs> went out to the shed, made five birdhouses, <laughs> not realizing. What he was doing. Well, hopefully you sell the bird houses. I'm sure they're beautiful. But I'm right there with you, man. I know there's an email about the Orioles and, and how quickly everything just fell apart. But yeah, John Harbaugh, see you later, man. Well, John Harbaugh, he's not the one out there making the catches and fumbling. And the turnovers. Well, if that was the case, if that's your argument, and this is, goes with baseball arguments as well about fire managers, if, if that's your argument that, well, the coaches aren't out there playing, then no coach should ever be fired in the history of sports if that's your argument about saying, well, John Harbaugh's not the one, you know, throwing interceptions and dropping passes. All right, well, then no coach should ever get fired. No coach, no baseball manager should never get fired because they're not out there. They're not the ones losing, right? I just think it's time to get a new voice. You know, since, uh, what was it, 2012, the Ravens, I think, have won one playoff game. Maybe it was two. I don't know. One sounds better. But one sounds more dramatic right now because I'm talking about Harbaugh getting fired. But, Jay, thank you very much for the email. Appreciate it. Again, chaos at gmail.com. I hope you're hanging in there. Uh, here's an email about whether or not the season was a waste. Because ha- I, I mentioned that last time. Do you feel that, okay. It was a great season, but it was all for nothing. Or hey, it doesn't matter. It was a beautiful season. It's a season we'll never forget. So of course it all matters. There's an email from Ryan from Dover, Delaware. Love fan, love the world fans outside of Maryland. I don't know. There's just something about it. But anyway, Ryan, Dover, Delaware. He says, Hey there, negative Nate. He says, I hate to sound like a negative asshole here, but I do feel the season is a complete waste. If you don't win the World Series, if regular seasons gave out trophies, they wouldn't have playoffs. You don't get a trophy for being the best team during the regular season. Uh, well, you kind of get it. Anyway, he says it's just the first stage in baseball that you hope the Orioles can get through to jump to the next stage that actually matters. It's almost like spring training all the way to October. Who cares what happens then? It only matters if you make the playoffs and win the world series. It was a great season, but it's not satisfying. It's like a girl giving you amazing oral sex and not allowing you to finish. He says, sure. She gives great head, but it doesn't really matter because she didn't finish the job. Look, it would definitely be a season to remember. And there will always be a lot of great memories to think about, but they didn't finish the job. So it all was for nothing. Love my Orioles, but they need to finish the job. That's from Ryan. Appreciate the email. Oral sex and baseball. Why not? The two greatest things on earth. <laughs> but Ryan loves to give examples and says, look, here's an example. Blow jobs. How about it? I get it. I get what he's saying. And a lot of people feel that way. Girl gives you a blow job and doesn't finish. It pisses you up. No, I'm kidding. I mean, a lot of people feel the way that way about the season. I mean, I think. The majority of us feel that way. It, 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 it's a wasted season if you don't win the World Series. But at the same time, you can also say, man, one hell of a season. But I don't think anyone's going, who cares what happens in the playoffs? I don't think before the playoffs started, I don't think people are going, I, I'm not even going to watch it. I don't even care what happens in the playoffs because the point is we had a great regular season. No, I, I don't think that at all. I think we're right there with you, Ryan. We feel the same way. But I also think a lot of people don't feel like it's a wasted season. Now, when the Orioles lost and got swept, yeah, that was one of my first thoughts. Boy, what a wasted fucking season this was. All for nothing. 101 wins down the toilet. Like, what's his name? Uh, He just emailed. Said his dreams were flush. That was Jay. His dreams, his thoughts and dreams and hopes were flushed down the toilet. So I get it, Ryan. I I, I hear you, man. <laughs> Love the comparison. Below jobs and baseball. I mean, come on. Am I right? Two greatest things ever on earth. All right. Um. <laughs> thanks for the email, Ryan. But yeah, he just, he feels, it, it. he says it's like spring training. I forgot he said that. It's like spring training doesn't matter all of it October is when it matters baseball playoffs that's when it all matters so I'm curious Ryan do you even watch the regular season because I don't really watch any spring training I mean when it's on TV I might watch an inning or two and look I I flew down to Florida was that this year yeah my wife and I we uh went down to where did we stay I know it's Sarasota forgot what the hotel we stayed at but anyway uh you know we had a great time, but I don't wa- I don't cancel plans to watch spring training baseball. So if you feel the regular season is like spring training, it all doesn't matter until go to the playoffs. Are you one of those? I hate to say it. Are you a bandwagon fan that you only watch Orioles baseball when the playoffs start? So maybe you watch 10, 15 games this season. I'd like to know that if you can write me back, Or hit me up wherever, Twitter, I'd like to know that. Do you still watch every game? Or if you feel that regular season is like uh, uh, spring training, fuck it, what's the point of watching it? You know, you said it, those are your words. It's like spring training, it doesn't matter. The season starts in October. Love to hear, love to hear back from you, Ryan. All right, here's an email from a gentleman by the name of Larry, he wanted to, Jump on the conversation about saving money, what you had to do. A lot of people had to make some adjustments so they could save that playoff money because that's expensive stuff, man. Not everyone has the money just laying around to go to playoffs. He writes in. He says, oh, Mr. Chaos. He says, I got a kick out of hearing that gentleman email in and talk about how him and his wife had to save money for playoffs. So they stopped going to fancy dinners during date night. He says that made me laugh because that's pretty much what my wife and I also did. So we could go to a couple, so we could go to a couple Orioles playoff games. Sorry. He says we went to both game one and two and had great seats on first base side about 15 rows back. Starting about mid July, my wife and I canceled our cruise we were going to go on with a couple friends later this year, just so we could go to the Orioles playoff games. You may think we're crazy for doing that but one of the couples that were going are one of the most annoying people we have ever met. He says, just awful people. We were still going to go and have a good time, but we both agreed to cancel the trip once we realized the Orioles are the real deal and we're most likely going to be playing playoff baseball. We were also going to travel even if the Orioles did not have home field advantage. Wherever they were going to play, we were going to be there. We canceled the trip, got our money back. Even though the Orioles lost, we still weren't as miserable as if we would have been stuck on a boat with that other couple. We were a little sad we let down our other best friends, but it was well worth it. Can't wait for next season. Go O's. That's from Larry. Appreciate the email, Larry. You know, I don't know if it's more that you guys found a reason to cancel the trip to not be around these awful people. Where you really wanted to go to the Orioles game. No, I'm kidding that that's some sacrificing right there. Even though there's an, an, annoying couple, it sounds like your best friends were still going. You would have found a way to have a good time. It was a cruise, but you guys <laughs> said, you know what? Fuck this. Go to the Orioles games. So yeah, it sounds like you guys are big diehard fans to not go on the cruise. Now, if it wasn't for that annoying couple, I think I would have been really impressed being like, damn, you guys could have been on a beautiful cruise, all you can eat, all you can drink, beautiful weather. And you guys decide to squish in to a crowded Camden Yards. But I got to say, Larry, I'm not giving you all the credit hearing about. <laughs> I, think, I think when you guys heard about this annoying couple, because I know what that's like. Going on a trip, sure, you got your best friends, you got your other couples, but all it takes is that one annoying couple. All it takes is one annoying person to ruin a trip. So, okay, you guys canceled the trip. You got your money back. Used to go, used it to go to the Orioles games. All right, I'll give you some credit there. That, that's, that's some diehard Orioles fans, but with that awful couple going, I think you guys were more relieved finding a reason though I'm, I'm curious to know what you guys told your best friends were you just like hey look we would rather go to an Orioles game than spend a week with you guys because I know that couldn't have been easy no matter you know hey I'm sure you didn't tell your best friends you know those other friends that you have they're awful we do not want to be around them we're canceling the trip so I'm curious a lot of emails that come in I'm always curious there's got to be a follow-up because, look, as much as a diehard Orioles fan I am, if, if there was a trip, a cruise, to go with friends, and I had a friend call me and go, hey, look, my wife and I are out. We're going to use this money for the playoffs, for, Orioles, for an Orioles game. I'd still be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'd be like, all right, I'm going to lend you the money so you can still go on the cruise. Like, don't back out. Please don't back out of this cruise trip just to go to an Orioles game. As much as I love the Orioles, That just seems extreme. Larry, I got to say, the more I'm thinking about this, I just think you and your wife said, fuck this. We're not going to be around that couple. All right, let's use this money for something else. Oh, let's do Orioles tickets. (laughs) I don't know, Larry. The credit I'm giving you is starting to dwindle a little bit. That's too damn funny. Anyway, regardless of how it worked out or why you did it or what you did, you, you both used that money to go to the Orioles game, one and two. That's awesome. I hope you guys had a good time. Oh, it's too funny. Again, I know exactly what you're talking about. It takes one person to be on a vacation, and it can ruin it all. Forget about a a couple. Just one person. Anyway, again, fullcountcaos at gmail.com. Here's an email. (laughs) It's a long one. Bear with me. And look, I just read them as they come in. I always say whatever's on your mind, I want to hear from you. Again, fullcountcaos at gmail.com. So far, all these emails are great. Appreciate it. Good shit. Uh, Here's an email from William. It's titled, Fuck Chuck Norris. (laughs) He says, it's time to open the cage. Swept by the goddamn Walker, Texas Rangers. How did that happen? It says, some goddamn how. End of the no-sweep streak. End of baseball in 20 goddamn 23. Seeing hell baseball... I'll just be in the drainage ditch out by the fucking slaughterhouse Suck starting a goddamn motherfucking 12 gauge shotgun. I think it's fair to say we need some goddamn motherfucking pitchers on this goddamn motherfucking ball team. Again, I'm just reading the email here says, yeah, I fucking know next year will be fucking phenomenal. If we get some goddamn motherfucking pitching and great for years to come, but we should be kicking Bryce Harper right in his fucking cunt. On the diamond this goddamn postseason. Says, fucking Braves are out. Fucking D-bags are in. Says, what the motherfuck? Fuck this road and all that's in it. I'm just completely thoroughly fucking befuddled, man. We've been forsaken by the baseball gods. I don't even know what else to say. Bust the fucking door off Negative Nate's cage and give that motherfucker a trash bag-sized can of spinach and give him hell. This shit is crazier than fucking COVID years. Son of a Fucking bitch. says, God bless the O's and fuck the Rangers. Fucking go O's. Uh, And then he says, and now for something completely different. He says, been listening to Full Count Chaos since before Adley was up. Before the fucking wasted COVID shit years. For a long fucking time. Anyways, back when you had a fucking disco intro tune, man. Uh, Really is the best O's podcast on the fucking internet. You talk baseball like I talk baseball. And I fucking thank you from... From the asshole of my heart, Nate. Again, this email is at like two in the morning. So I get sometimes, you know, whatever. (laughs) He says, the deepest bottom of the rotten motherfucker. Just never wrote in till Brooks fucking died. When Brooks went, I immediately remembered you having your dad on the pod telling about having a locker right beside Brooks and Palmer. And I eventually found that episode to re-listen and it kind of fucked me up. Lost my old man in 09, April 2022. Lost my mom a couple years before that. And I know you lost your dad the December before that shit all kicked off. So much was happening. I was just buried in the farm system, keeping my mind off the bullshit. Sold my house, moved in with the old man when he couldn't stand up long enough to cook his own goddamn breakfast anymore. Things fucking changed my life. Uh, By the way, William, I I hope you're okay with me reading this. I, I, I know there's sometimes people email some personal stuff and it means a lot to me. Like, William sharing his situation with talking about, you know, my dad passing. But I, I just love hearing what's on your guy's mind no matter what. And sometimes I share these stories because, you know, somebody else might be going through this. Anyway, he continues. Through it all, I had the goddamn Baltimore Orioles. Those fuck, you, fuck all you cunts, hard tanking Orioles who I've been a lifelong fan of. And God fucking damn was I fucking pissed off and fucking miserable. Everything I had in life was taking a full Taco Bell wastery shit on my fucking soul. And he says, um, because you hate as much as you love, man, it was fucking misery watching my team lose on purpose. Those tanking years. Fuck you, Adley. Fuck you, Jackson. You motherfuckers better be worth it. (laughs) Look, guys, I'm just reading what's written, man. I I love hearing from you guys. And I always say, whatever is on your mind, I'm going to read it. He says, I fucking hated it. I fucking hated it. Worst years of baseball in my life. Uh, He says, then the wall. Shit, I fucking love that goddamn wall. That fucking wall caused one goddamn thing to happen. That one goddamn thing, baseball. Motherfuckers have to play fucking baseball, Camden fucking yards. Get hits, get runs, get runners to the plate, make outs, catch fucking baseballs, get strikes, and fucking balls. (laughs) I love this. Best thing that's ever happened to the game in my lifetime. If you ever see a dude getting dragged down and arrested off the 13-foot wall because his fucking cock is buried balls fucking deep and all that game long, that's me, son. Fucking love that wall. (laughs) Makes them bitches play the fucking game of baseball and outplay the fucking Orioles at the game. Never, ever going to happen. We're going to be here for a while, motherfuckers. Says, Nate, thank you for hanging on, brother. These next few years are going to be fucking wonderful. Get a fucking Palmer Angelos, maybe a fucking Musina too. That bass riff you got for the opener these days is fucking banging, brother. Appreciate that. And I got to give thanks for standing up for our drunk Uncle Gary back in the day, man. I fucking miss that dude like he was my goddamn family. See ya. P.S. Ain't got no Twitter, no fuckbook, no debit, no click clock. (laughs) That bullshit. Oh, my goodness. I'm exhausted. I need a nap. That's from William. Just breaking it down. But, hey, look, out of all the fuck goddamn bullshit, whatever he says... I appreciate him sharing, you know, a, a, a moment in his life that he had to go through it and, and through all the fucking goddamn shit. If you connected the dots, it's basically saying the tough times in his life, he had the Orioles, he had baseball sports. And I know we always talk about how sports, yeah, they're just whatever. And it's tough being a sports fan, but sports also gets people through tough times. And I appreciate it. That's what I always say. I want to know what's on your guys' mind. What do you got? Because sports brings people together. It does. I know it's cliche and maybe corny to say, but it does. It's brought me together with you guys. I feel like we're all family. Oh, man. So (laughs) thank you very much for all the emails. So like William said, he warned us all. If you see a guy jumping the wall, (laughs) that might be him. Oh, I love it. Whew. I'm out of breath. I need a nap after that one. chaos at gmail.com. And also, I wrote him back, too, I did, to let him know that that really did mean a lot, sharing his experience. Again, anything on your mind, I want to hear from you. I'm going to say it again. chaos at gmail.com. Till next time, see you.